Welcome to the Rory Runback. I'm your host, Jeff Marone, and I have an amazing interview for you guys today with Coach Alex Ruiz. He is a coach for the Basketball Club Rhode Island AAU program, and I'm happy to bring to you an RI Sports Focus podcast. We will deep dive into our local, high school, college, and athletic programs across our great state of Rhode Island. Here we go. Welcome to the Rody Runback, episode 82, and I have a great interview for you guys today with Coach Alex Ruiz. He is a coach for a basketball club, Rhode Island. Coach Ruiz talks about how he got into basketball, where his passion really started, and how he got into coaching, how he had the eye for coaching and the bug for it, and ever since then, just started coaching. We also talk about 401 Ballers, the 401 Ballers account for social media, uh, just a great what it does for the kids he promotes the kids and helps them be able to get into colleges and does just great things for them but before we get into that interview remember you can watch the episode on youtube by searching on Rory Runback. just remember that like share and subscribe and or just stay here and listen to the podcast on the podcast platform and listen to just remember that like share subscribe maybe we'll leave a review too for either one i greatly appreciate it all right, now for our interview with Coach Ruiz. Well, here we go. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, all right, on today's show, I welcome on a very special guest. He is Coach Alex Ruiz. He is a, uh, a head coach at BCRI ba- uh, Basketball Club Rhode Island, for Basketball Club Rhode Island, and he runs the, the great account, the famous account of 401 Ballers on Instagram. Coach Alex, how are you? Thank you. Thank you for having me, brother. I appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Anytime. Very, very happy to have you on the show. Uh, you know, we met like a couple weeks ago and you're honestly, or a week ago, I, I can't remember. Every day is blending in now, but um, you are, might be one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my life. And you're just so talented about basketball and everything. How, like, how did you get like that for basketball? What did basketball mean to you? Oh man, basketball is a life changer, brother. I'm telling you right now. Um, basketball changed my life growing up as a kid. It changed my life as an adult. Um, in between being an adult and a young man, I uh, ran into a lot of obstacles on the road. And uh, I found my passion through sports. I figured that if I was going to do anything in life positive, it would have to go to where I'm happy. And that'll be either a diamond, which is a baseball field, or on the court. Oh. And that's where my love comes from for sports. I, I love it. I mean, you could tell. I mean, we spoke for a little while, and you just like, you just ex- like, like, I don't know, you ooze passion for basketball, and you could tell that you really care about the kids. You just talk about all the kids and watching them play and how you really care about them. I mean, you know, what is so like, what's basketball been like for you, like playing, and did you play growing up, and what has it done for you now to turn you into a coach? <clears throat> Um, actually, I uh, I played basketball when I was about 11 years old for uh, New to Connecticut Rec Center in uh, Plainfield over here in Providence. Mm-hmm. Um, I started playing ball there, and then I lived in uh, Hoffa Projects, which was um, 
Hartford Avenue, we had a travel basketball team for the uh, pretty much the housing authority. And uh, we traveled to Newport, which was like a big deal for us back then, just getting out of Providence and going to Newport. Um, we traveled to Boston, played in a couple of travel teams. Um, my first travel team that I played for in 97, 98 was uh, the Rhode Island Breakers. I coached there for a few years before I started with BCRI. It was um, a life-changing event. I thought that I was good, but until I got into AAU and I was able to travel to Florida, to Connecticut, to um, Boston and Pennsylvania with coach Dave Vitale, great coach. I learned a lot through travel basketball with him. I was able to take my skills because of learning through travel basketball to Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma, where I played high school basketball as a varsity. Uh, my senior year. Wow. Uh, yeah, travel back to it. I played at Mount Pleasant as well with Coach Ahern. You know, rest in peace. He was a great coach. Uh, we had us running suicides while he smoked cigarettes in the back of the court. <laughs> really fun times. Fun times. <laughs> That's awesome. has been a life changer for me, man. That's awesome. And what was it like playing down in like Tulsa, like down in Oklahoma? What's like? What's the environment like down there to play basketball down there? So what happened was I played at Mount Pleasant for uh, Coach Ahern and um, my junior year, I got in trouble and my parents thought it was wise for me to go to Oklahoma with my uncle. Culture shock. When I say culture shock, I mean basketball is now what it was then over there. Um, saying six, four, six, five point guards coming down the court. There's no... See, I come from the East Coast. It's a whole different style of basketball. I'm coming down the court. I'm putting it through my legs, behind my back, probably throwing a no-look pass to John so he can score. They're not. They're coming fundamental, down the court, quick crossover, shot, right in your face. Wow. It was a diff It was big difference, big difference. Talent-wise, I mean, I had the most talent, but – the way they played, it was totally different. They were very good players, and they got to the point right away. It was a fast pace. Really? Wow. That's I must have been. That's got to be such a big difference too. Like you said, everyone's like six five, six four. I lived in the Midwest for a little while. I was like, whoa, what? I'm I'm short already, so it doesn't help me already. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was very different. You know, I I struggled because I was more of a flashy type player, pass first type point guard. Um, they didn't play like that. It was all come down, give it to the wing. The wing will throw it down low. The down low guy will do a post move, go right up, or swing it back out to the top and shoot a three. It was no no joking. It was pretty much like pass the ball as a hot potato. Nobody can have the ball more than two seconds. Wow, that's crazy. Very good basketball. Very good basketball. That's very good basketball. So when you go down there and you've experienced playing down there and compare and then playing at Mount Pleasant. How does that develop your coaching style and like, what do you take from those two and like learn from your own? Oh man, that's, that's, that's a good question. My, uh, my biggest passion for basketball comes from my old coaches, the way they taught me, um, the way they pushed me, the way they encouraged me. So I, that's how I coach. I grab a kid. Um, we can throw out some names if you like. I, I have a, for instance, Jason Peters came to me in the eighth grade, full of talent, full of talent. I pretty much told him he's got game. He's got the sauce. 
get out there and let everybody have it. And just like that, you know, it, it became with him more of a confidence thing. Like, listen, you can do it. You can score. We're going to put you in this position. You have to get it done. You're going to get it done. And then when he does and he looks over at you with a big smile, it just, you know, it sets everything in perspective. That's so, yeah, I I, uh, I thrive in that. I, I love to boost the kids' confidence because I feel like every player needs that coach to com- give them the confidence. There's a lot of players that play and coaches only want them to be a post player. So they get to high school and now they can't dribble the ball. They can shoot a mid-range shot, but they can't dribble the ball because they've been taught to be a post player. My thing is if you're a dribbler, you're a shooter, you're a big man, we're going to encourage you to be the best big man, best shooter, best dribbler that you can be on the court. And that's how I, that's my coach's strategy. I like to make the kids run a lot. Uh, conditioning is big for the first couple of weeks. Sometimes, you know, the season comes upon us and I'm still doing, uh, I'm still running back and forth with the kids doing suicides and back sprints. And that's, that's just the type of, of coaching that I like to go with. I like to go with a fast pace. I love it. I love it. fast pace is the best way. I think that's more my style of play too, coach. I, I fully agree with you. And I like, I like that you, the one thing I really love the most is, and then we talked about this too, um, is you do like the installing of confidence. I think it could do a wonders for any kid that plays basketball and it can change their life completely. If you just put that confidence in them, just even just that little bit of confidence would change anything. Yes. You know, there's, um, you know, not to talk junk about other coaches because we're a family, we're brothers at the end of the day. But a lot of coaches discourage players because of taking their playing time or, you know, they make a turnover or shoot the wrong shot and you pull them out, you sit them down, you just discourage the kid. You pretty much put him down in front of his friends, you know, and it kind of ruins their morale. So, you know, I, I let it happen, you know, turnover too. Now, three turnovers, I might grab you by your ear and tell you what you're doing wrong. But, uh, you know, it's like a sandwich with me. I'll tell you what you're doing good, what you need to work on. I'm sorry, what you're doing bad, what you need to work on, and what you're going to go do. See you later. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's like I criticized you, I yelled at you, but then I encouraged you at the same time. And it's just, you know, I teach all my players, flush it down the toilet, forget about it, on to the next play. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. That's the best way to do it. And how did you decide to get into coaching? What led you down this road to coach? And what 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 did you want to get into? Uh, this this gentleman named Richard Hemfield at Silver Lake Oneyville Little League. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, I uh, I was sitting down, and I was watching my son practice at the Ludaconic Rec, um, and I just wasn't feeling the way the practice was going. I was just quiet, and I would. I wouldn't say anything, but I would just turn my face and the guy just saw it in me and just walked up to me, the most nicest guy in the world. And he said, I can tell you have a, a passion for coaching by the way you're squirming in your seat. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he gave me a chance. He gave me a chance with his baseball league, with his uh, baseball team at uh, Silver Lake Oneyville Little League which I played for as a kid. That's crazy. Yeah. I was an all-star player at the age of 13. I was one of the best guys, man. I, I, I don't like to brag a lot, but those are times that, you know, you reminisce and you just put a smile on your face because you know you had it. Um, yeah, I came back to the league and, and 
I, once again, brother, the passion just poured out of me. Mm-hmm. It was my old home, my old basketball, um, my old baseball field. And I gave them six good years. We helped develop the program. We got a couple of kids in uh, college down days, uh, a couple of kids doing really good at Central High School, which is uh, one of the best baseball schools you can think of. Yeah, man, uh, that's where it all started again for me with him. Like I said, sports has been a lifesaver for me. And I mean that daily, you know, uh, as a kid, uh, parents weren't around. So sports, the coaches were my, my family. They were my dads, they were my guidance. They were, they were a lot to me. So with that being said, I chose to get into basketball and I ended up growing a passion and a love. And I feel like I'm in the game. I'm back at it again. And I just see what the coaches did for me. I, I understand the money situation. I understand the travels. I understand talking to the parents and talking to other coaches for for the kids. I, I love it. I, I see why they did it and I just love it. And now that has become my passion. I love it. I love it. And what's like, and you can tell you're passionate and the, anyone that talks to you can tell that you're passionate about it. I mean, like like you said, the snippet on Sunday that we spoke was like, I can just tell passionate, like no, no doubt in my mind. And everything you do also on in social media, which we'll, we'll get into, um, you know, but what's like the biggest thing when you coach, you know, like that you can be, give back to the community the way coaches did for you in the past. And how does that make you feel? <clears throat> Makes me feel pretty good. It feels like I'm following their steps. You know, all I'm trying to do is encourage student athletes to give themselves four years of high school, you know, no matter what age group you're playing, even with my fifth graders, I'm going to preach to them as much as I can. Give yourself four years of high school. You never know where your life can end up. Basketball is a beautiful sport. You can go overseas. You can play community college. You can play prep school. Basketball opens up a lot of doors. You can be a good leader in life. You can be a good manager. You can be a good boss. I mean, you can be a good team player. It it, it has a lot to do with life, and that's why that's why I like I like to do all this what I'm doing now and I, I just I like to see the kids succeed I don't want them to make the same mistakes that I made um for instance I can't coach high school basketball because I had two prior situations that won't let me be a high school coach which was my ultimate goal because I know that I can coach at that level or higher but it just so happens that my life got sidetracked and I'm in the uh, AAU circuit, which is one of the best circuits. I just joined up with BCRI, which is one of the best programs in Rhode Island in my eyes, besides, you know, other programs that are really good. Um, I think this is the right, the right stage for me. You know, I set this goal up where I can help out the elementary program and hopefully move up with the kids and, and with the program and, you know, put it on my back and keep it running. I, I love the guys that run it. Really good guys, Jeremy, Pat, Kyle. Those guys are like giving me free range and they're just giving me the keys and letting me know that, you know, they, they support me. So I'm, I'm ready to bring this program to a different level with the younger kids. And, you know, I'm just excited. I can't wait, man. I love it. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. And how does it feel to be, you know, and you kind of touched upon it, but how does it feel to be a part of the BCRI program? And have you guys had your first practices? What's the one thing you're looking forward to just stepping back on that court and coaching again? Yes, actually, we did have our first practice. Uh, 
we were at Rhode Island Basketball Academy in Exeter. We had a first practice with the fifth graders. It was awesome. There's a, a lot of potential there. Um, there's some talented ball players. I can see that, you know, it's going to be a slow start. But once we get started, there's not going to be no holding back. That's another thing, too. These kids are probably good. They, they just got the best coach they're going to get because I'm going to push them so hard, I'm probably going to take them all year long. And that's my goal, to keep these kids for a few years. And if the parents are willing, we're going to have a lot of fun and we're going to create some, uh, some ballers. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And what's like the most important thing, too, because you're coaching at a fifth grade. This is kind of like that level, that skill development level. Like, what's the what's the one thing that you look forward to, like, at this age group that about coaching them? Well, this age group is going to be fun. I've done it before. My biggest thing with this age group is um, court experience is going to give them the best teacher. It's going to be the best teacher. I, I said it wrong. The best teacher is court experience. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. They're all going to play. They're going to gain the most knowledge that I can give them. And they're all going to gain experience as a team. That's the biggest thing that we have right here. We have little kids. We're all going to be brothers. And we're going to play as a team. So what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to get 10 ball players out of this, this team right here. And we're just going to go and, and play as a team, play as brothers. You know, we're going to marry the basketball for a few years, and, and that's what it's going to be. I love it. If I had a kid in the fifth grade age group, I would definitely send them to you, Coach. Oh, definitely, man. They're going to get the best. They're going to get the best. I'm super excited about it. You know, I'm also going to be helping with the 11th grade um, select teams, and that's that's a great challenge to be able to see these ball players play in front of some college scouts. And, you know, um, Pat does a great job with the recruiting so I know that these kids got some fire and we made some teams out, out of the 11th grade select. So it's going to be a, a, a good movie this spring for BCRI. I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. Actually, I'm, like, I'm excited that the select team, that's good. There's some great players on that team. I know that there's some good, oh, good, absolutely. good juniors in the state. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I love it. Now, Coach, also, I want to touch upon, too, something that you do, and I think it's by far, I think when I started my podcast, you were one of the, one of the first people I think messaged me to really support me, and that's the 401 Ballers account. And I was confused of who was messaging me. I'm like, what's 401 Ballers? And, like, I had to look into it. Um, how did you create the 401 Ballers and, like, you know, the, the 401 Ballers social media account? Well, uh, 401 Ballers came about, you know, I spoke to a couple of my friends, um, my buddy at the AYA League, Mike T, my buddy Pedro at It's Possible Basketball. I just told him I had a vision because I have a couple of friends of mine. I have a friend, Darren Jones, that is the director at Springfield Commonwealth. I have a friend named Keith Graves, which... He, he look, he's not there no more, but he was at Virginia Prep. And um, I was coaching with Tommy D from uh, Marianapolis Prep, which is uh, Andrew Vitel's uh, team, which is my old coach's son's team. So there's a, uh, I have these three schools that are prep schools, and they were looking for players, and it just so happened that COVID hit. So I couldn't get the word out fast enough because they were looking for girls at first. And to get girls is really tough. You know, you have to speak to the parents. You have to make sure that everything's right. You know, um, 
girls are very, you know, you got to pay attention to girls and you got to send them to the right place pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Boys is different. Boys are ready to go. Yeah. Um, so what happened was I couldn't get the word out fast enough. So somebody told me, man, you should just, you know, because I wanted to do a summer league called 401 Ballers with the best elite players. Um, somebody told me to just start it. So I started an account. I called up a few players that I knew. And um, that's how it started. It kicked off. And I'll tell you, it, it, I have not put no promotion on it or anything. And within six months, it hit like a thousand, a thousand views and a thousand followers. And it's growing now. I think I'm going to start to put some money into it because, uh, you know, it's starting to grow. Um, it pretty much is in, it's like a stable for the players. So you have some great players in the state of Rhode Island that no one knows about. Um, and I think that with Ball and RI on one side and 4-1 on the other side, you get to see two sides of basketball, which is there's still two other sides. You know, you got your north, south, east, and west. So with you as well, um, you know, these kids are getting notarized and they're being seen. And I was able to place three kids in all three schools. One kid in each school, sorry. Wow. One kid in each school. That's awesome. And I got nothing for them. I didn't want anything for them. All mm -hmm. I wanted to do was put Rhode Island on the map. And uh, the best one to this far was Victor, Victor Rodriguez. I went to Virginia. He did an awesome job. He went out there. He played a full season. He gained more, more uh, coaches looking at him. He gained more attention. He did a great job for you to take your skills from Rhode Island to North Carolina because that's where they played in South Carolina. It's big. Yeah. That's pretty much the hoop state. Yeah. You know? That's where all the hoopers come from, all the yeah. Division One players. So um, that's how 401 Ballers came about. Um, you know, there's, there's really, like, no big push right now to get kids recruited because all the recruiting already happened. Um, a lot of schools already have their players. But, you know, going forward, I think that there's still doors open. And I, I can definitely get the kids, you know, to talk to whoever they need to talk to. I don't, I don't necessarily do much. All I do is introduce. And I encourage the kid. I tell them to get their grades up. I tell them to get their GPA up. Did they follow up with the, uh, with the email? Do they need a... a a resume, uh, do they need anything that they need? I can help them with as far as guiding them through the process. They need a ride to the school, they need help with the application, they need the fee for the application because a lot of them need fees. Um, whatever I can do to help, and then it's on the player. You know, um, I'm introducing you to the coach. I can all I can do is introduce, I can't play for you, I can't do anything for you. So, my whole thing is the introduction, and it's been working. It's been, it's been doing pretty good and, uh, you know, more power to all these schools that are looking for players and any player that wants to get into a school, just, you know, hit me up. If I can help you out, I will. If not, I know some guys that can help you out, uh, especially with my new friend, Pat and Jeremy and them. So, you know, that the biggest goal for fall one ball is going forward would be a scholarship of somehow for a player, maybe a I don't know, $1,000, $700 scholarship for their books, their studies, or whatever. Every year, I'm going to try to, uh, starting this year, 2021, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, sorry, 2022, 
I'm going to go ahead and do that. I'm going to go ahead and talk to a couple of my friends and we're going to get a little check written out and we're going to follow these players, probably pick a boy and a girl for the two divisions and uh, hand them out. That's what, that's what the biggest goal is going to be. And that's, what's going to happen, you know? So if you end up going back to high school and you need it and you know, and you do good in high school and you get a college to call you or whatever, and you need some money for your books for your studies, for food, whatever we we're gonna we're gonna hand you a scholarship with a thousand dollars or whatever, just to help you out on your way. I love it. I think it's I think it's awesome. I think it's amazing, amazing idea, uh, Coach. Once you get that started, you you know you have a donation from uh, me as well too awesome. for both sides. So whatever whatever you need, I will helpfully ha- happily donate and donate to that scholarship because I think any. From being in college, I think any little thing helps out, honestly. So absolutely, it's crazy. You know, and and I can't do much, man. I'm a father with kids, with a whole family. Uh, I have a nine to five. You know, I, I can only do so much. So, you know, going forward with the four one ballers, the page will still be up. I'll still be advertising plays. I'll still be coaching the play, uh, talking to players, um, encouraging the best way possible. You know, and and the schools are around. We can definitely send an email. They will answer. You know, um, it still be around. It's just you know, as far as mirroring ball in our eye, it's not gonna happen. You know, the the guy has a great stage. He did a great job. All I'm here is to piggyback whatever's left over and help out as best as possible. Hey, I think I think you do a great job with it. I mean, in between. Like I said, between I think between you, Ball and Orion, and you guys are putting putting kids on the map. It's I think honestly, from when I played basketball, and probably maybe when you played basketball, I think this is the most exposure I think we're down in yes. basketball has gotten in a long time. And I think I think it's amazing. I think that I think this is something that we the state craved and needed. And I think we, we, everyone's getting it. And I've heard it from coaches too. This is the most attention that they've seen on on anything, which is awesome. I think, I think it's great for the kids and the kids must be getting a joy out of it. Oh yeah. It's, it's a joy for me to even see kids out of Rhode Island, you know, get a scholarship or accepted to a school or whatnot. That's big, man. You know, just, just to be able to score, just for instance, just to be able to be on the first team or score a thousand points, you did something that people would never do. Yeah. You know, so just be proud of yourself and, and go forward, you know? Um, one thing, on another thing, this this summer, we are gonna have a, a four one ballers event. All right. Um, it's gonna be awesome. We're gonna have some DJs. We're gonna have some videos, some drones. We're gonna have some music, food, bouncy house. We're gonna do it right. And then I also been working with uh, my buddy Lamont Thomas from uh, Play for Peace tour. He's also got an event coming up in July, I believe July or June, um, and he's gonna get some colleges up here and we're going to promote some some ballers from Rhode Island and you know just want to keep the kids involved and pretty much let them know that it's coming this summer is going to be a really good summer for Rhode Island especially with all the media going on and all the exposure that Rhode Island is getting it's going to be a great summer and um definitely I'm looking forward to hosting that event and you're definitely coming yeah I'll be there as you say or something during the game. Hey, 
hey, whatever you need me to do, I will be there. I will promote it. I will do whatever you guys need me to do. I'll show up. I'll do sideline interviews. I'll tape. I'll play whatever you need. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you know, there's a lot of good guys in Rhode Island that uh, that do a great job, you know, from trainers to, to teams to high schools. We just need to put these kids on the map, you know, whatever we do. It's for the kids, so let's just keep it about the kids and promote the kids. Exactly. You know, that, that's the biggest thing that these kids, they need guidance. They, it's easy for a 17 and 16-year-old to get sidetracked in the streets. Yes. Or not even in the streets, just period. You know, they can easy. A girlfriend can influence you. A friend can influence you. Anybody. So if we can be positive role models for these young men and young ladies, we did our job, you know? That's how I look at it. Agreed. I fully agree with you. Honestly, whatever events you have going on, you can always count the Rory Runback podcast. Definitely. Myself, uh, obviously, I will always help out, donate, whatever I can do to help out in any which way. Because like I'm like you. It's all about the kids. This is a platform for the kids. This is about them. This gives them the exposure that they deserve. And man, uh, what you do, honestly, I don't like your account. Like, it's just amazing, like what you do for the kids. And you, give them, you give them so much exposure and you do so much for them. Anything new news comes out, you you put it right out there, and it's on your story instantly. It's yeah. on on the page. It's just it's awesome. Yeah. I think I think it's just amazing that you like it, it's you and uh, Ramon from uh, Ball in Our Eye. It's just you know what you guys have been doing for everything. I'm I'm just the middleman. I just showed up here in the middle. I but you know whatever we can do to help You're these part kids. Part of it, brother. You're part of the movement. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a good. I think we got a great movement going here because I, you know, you what you do, and honestly, like I bought, and I'm, I can't say it enough. I, you're just so you're a passionate man. You love basketball. You, you, you can tell you care about the kids, and you do everything for those kids, and it's just, it's awesome, man. I think like I think the world of you. I think like you deserve the best in any any which way because you you do amazing things to those kids. I thank you so much, man. You know that that means a lot. You know. At times it gets tough, you know, because you got to do a lot, but you also got to support your family. And, um, you know, I just hope that the kids understand that everything is for them. At the end of the day, it's all about them. And if, you know, if I can help, I'm here. For every Rhode Island basketball player, 401 ballers means Rhode Island. Yes. Entire Rhode Island. Yes. Yes. I don't want... I feel like, you know, I, I made a team here and there. We were able to play a couple of games with 4-1 ballers, which was great. COVID was excellent to me. Besides having, like, you know, not being able to go to the gym or whatnot, it opened up a lot of doors. Um, a lot of ballers from the inner city of Pawtucket, Central Falls, Providence, and Woonsocket were able to team up with me, and we were able to go to Newport and play my buddy Colin with CCG. We were able to go to um, New Hampshire, play a tournament. We were able to go to the Corey Wright tournament. So we did three tournaments, you know, just out of fun because there was nothing going on. None of the kids were assigned to no team or anything like that. But we'll do it again and again this year. Just, you know, high school ended. Right now it's AAU season. Everybody's with their group. But, you know, once that shuts down, summertime opens up, we're back. I love it. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. And you put one heck of a squad together. I saw, I saw a picture. It was like Keith and oh, Jason yeah. and like all these yeah. guys. I was like, whoa, this team's this like everyone's stacked. That's a stacked team. You know, it's crazy. All those guys are friends. All yeah. those guys are friends. They all played each other. Um, some of them grew up. So Keith, Victor, Ryan, 
and um, Octavio and Khalil, those guys have been playing with each other for a while. You know, so Jason added Jason onto it, added um, Raf, added Lincoln. Dude, we added uh, Kurt. Uh, we added some Xavier. We added Felix. We added some good ballers. And, and you know, uh, to be honest, we played tournaments. We lost, but it's because we didn't have the chemistry yet. We yeah. just, we were all great, and we just didn't know where where to fit. But I'll tell you, that team that team was special. And, and you know, all those kids are very good kids. Oh, I mean, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I talk to all of them. I hit them up and I say, hey, how's your day? You know, I had one kid, uh, funny, funny story. I had a kid telling me, oh, coach, I got a lot of pressure on me. I got the 1K in the championship and I don't know what to do. And I got all the stress. Then I got my pops calling me. I'm like, listen, one game at a time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the thousand points is good, but the championship is better. Yes. And exactly. funny story, the kid ended up getting both. Yeah. I mean, so, I, it worked. I think I know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it worked. It worked. Yeah. You know, these kids, these are all my buddies, you know, that, hey, coach, my girlfriend's over there, they're drinking, I, I want to go over there. What do you think? No, stay home, tell your girlfriend, then you'll talk to her tomorrow, you know, things like that, you know, just, hey, coach, can I get a ride? I'm over here at this practice. Uh, hey, wife, I'm leaving, you know, and then yeah. that's what I do. I I help out the kids as best as possible. All those kids can call me at any time when I'm there. The uh, the biggest thing about that is that most of those kids are going to be state champions. That's true. Those those kids are like mentioned. I know Pete, Jason's one of them, but like those kids that you 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 know help out with and work yeah. with are all great, phenomenal kids. Looking Drew's another one. I can't say enough about him. For one of my first. Yes, yeah. like as That's a player. Guy, yeah, he's he's just a great, great kid. I enjoyed our conversation. Just all those kids, I really had a good time. So you, you're doing, I mean, absolutely wonderful things, often rounds of practice and stuff like that. This, that's just amazing, Coach. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, whatever I can do, man, I just want to do the right thing. I've done a lot of bad things in my life. It's time to change over. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Well, you're doing great things, and you're really making a mark on – you know Rhode Island basketball and change, changing the changing the atmosphere around here about Rhode Island basketball players and everything like that, which I love and think is the best best thing ever. So, Coach, that's I have that's all I have for you today. Anything that you want to say or anything before we sign off? Or oh no, I just you know I just wish all the players well and uh, all the coaches and teams that are coming out this year and uh, you know give it your all. Remember that you're representing Rhode Island at the end of the day and you're representing your name and your family. So. I salute everybody. Hats off. And uh, we see you on the court. It's game on. I love it. I love it. Coach, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Take it easy. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Hey, Bye. anytime, man. Anytime. All right. That was my interview with Coach Alex Ruiz. Great interview with Coach. He's doing a great job out there. I actually saw him practice. He had my nephew in AU. He did a wonderful job with him and everything like that, doing the practice. And just excited to see him, you know, keep doing what he's doing. I love the 401 Ballers account and watching that grow and promoting all the kids around our great state of Rhode Island. So he just does a wonderful job of that. So very excited to see the summer and all the programs he has going on and his continued growth as a coach as well as what he does for all the kids in our great state. <clears throat> on Friday, I have a great interview for you guys with Marquise Buchanan. He was the player of the year for 
boys basketball. Just a great interview with Marquise. Really enjoyed our conversation. And he was also a great football player, too. He's actually been getting some recruiting notice. Uh, he just got offered from URI, I believe, as well, too. So be on the lookout for that episode on Friday. On Sunday, I have an interview. We'll bring to you guys a live interview with the RI Knights. Just another great interview there on Sunday, and just be on the lookout for that. And then <clears throat> the following week is going to be a little bit different than it has been in the week past weeks. We're going to have a player who played in Boston. His name is Alex Mitchell. Great interview with Alex Mitchell. We talk about his basketball career and his next steps. And on Wednesday, we have an interview with Quan Van Putten, who was part of the JBA when it first opened up with the baller, the with LeVar Ball, and uh, just talked about his journey and where he is now. He's a free agent professional basketball player. And then on Friday, we will have Sebastian Thomas. Great interview with Sebastian. He's one of the top players in the state, and uh, he's getting some D1 offers. So good, uh, great interview from him as well, too. And more to come. As always, you know that. You guys always know that. More to come. I'll keep you updated as the schedule continues to grow. Um, just be on the lookout for everything. We will see you guys on Friday. I hope you guys have a great day.